Hello, this is Father Neil here and welcome to our January 6th episode of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. So today we will continue reading the Catechism and we're going to read paragraphs 4 through 10. Section 2, Handing on the Faith, Catechesis. Paragraph 4. Quite early on, the name Catechesis was given to the totality of the Church's efforts to make disciples, to help men believe that Jesus is the Son of God, so that believing they might have life in his name, and to educate and instruct them in this life, thus building up the body of Christ. Paragraph 5. Catechesis is an education in the faith of children, young people and adults, which includes especially the teaching of Christian doctrine imparted, generally speaking, in an organic and systematic way, with a view to initiating the hearers into the fullness of Christian life. Paragraph 6. While not being formally identified with them, catechesis is built on a certain number of elements of the Church's pastoral mission, which have a catechetical aspect that prepare for catechesis or spring from it. They are the initial proclamation of the gospel, or missionary preaching, to arouse faith, examination of the reasons for belief, experience of Christian living, celebration of the sacraments, integration into the ecclesial community, and apostolic and missionary witness. Paragraph 7. Catechesis is intimately bound up with the whole of the Church's life, not only her geographical extension and numerical increase, but even more her inner growth and correspondence with God's plan depend essentially on catechesis. Paragraph 8. Periods of renewal in the Church are also intense moments of catechesis. In the great era of the Fathers of the Church, saintly bishops devoted an important part of their ministry to catechesis. Saint Cyril of Jerusalem and Saint John Chrysostom, Saint Ambrose and Saint Augustine, and many other fathers, wrote catechetical works that remain models for us. Paragraph 9. The ministry of catechesis draws ever fresh energy from the councils. The Council of Trent is a noteworthy example of this. It gave catechesis priority in its constitutions and decrees. It lies at the origin of the Roman Catechism, which is also known by the name of that council, and which is a work of the first rank as a summary of Christian teaching. The Council of Trent initiated a remarkable organisation of the Church's catechesis 
thanks to the work of holy bishops and theologians, such as St. Peter, Canisius, St. Charles Borromeo, St. Turibius of Mongroviejo, or St. Robert Bellarmine. It occasioned the publication of numerous catechisms. Paragraph 10. It is therefore no surprise that catechesis in the Church has again attracted attention in the wake of the Second Vatican Council, which Pope Paul VI considered the great catechism of modern times. The General Catechetical Directory, 1971, the Sessions of the Synods of Bishops, devoted to evangelization, 1974, and Catechesis, 1977, the Apostolic Exhortations, Evangelii Annunciandi, 1975, and Catechesi Tradendi, 1979, attest to this. The Extraordinary Synod of Bishops, in 1985, asked that a catechism, or compendium of all Catholic doctrine, regarding both faith and morals be composed. The Holy Father, Pope John Paul II, made the, synod with the Synod's wish his own, acknowledging that this desire wholly corresponds to a real need of the Universal Church and of the particular churches. He set in motion everything needed to carry out the Synod Father's wish. So this is the paragraphs that we were looking at today, paragraphs 4 through 10, which basically just explain what catechesis is, this announcing of the gospel as being an integral part of the life of the church. That yesterday we saw how Christianity, indeed how all human life, is basically a search for the face of God, that we can see God, that we can know God. And catechesis is a way that this can happen. Catechesis is a way that we can come to know God. And that this is what the catechism is about. It's about knowing who Jesus Christ is. That it is the first thing, one of the first missions of the church. John Paul II, when he's speaking in this document, Catechesi Tridendi, that he, that's referred to by the catechism today in the very beginning, speaks about how the church has always considered catechesis to be one of her primary tasks. For before Christ ascended to his Father, after his resurrection, he gave the, the apostles a final command to make disciples of all nations and to teach them to observe all that he had commanded. He entrusted them with this mission and power to proclaim to humanity what they had heard, what they had seen with their eyes, what they had looked upon and touched with their hands concerning the word of life. And this is what Christianity is about. It's about sharing this knowledge of God. Today in Ireland, we're celebrating the feast day of the Epiphany. I know in some other countries, you celebrated it yesterday on Sunday. But today, the 6th is the traditional date of the Epiphany. And the Epiphany means the manifestation that God shows himself. And that when we see him, we are transformed. That really, the thing that makes us most beautiful is looking at God. That the holier you are, in a certain sense, the, most, the more beautiful you become. And so, by knowing who God is, by discovering who he is, by meditating on the revelation that he gave us in his son, Jesus Christ, 
each one of us can become beautiful. So we'll pick up tomorrow. Tomorrow we're only doing two numbers. So tomorrow we'll be looking at paragraphs 11 and 12 of the Catechism. And so may God bless all of you.